Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. If you're like me, you work hard for your money, so you want to make sure your money is safe when you put it in your bank account. But is it really safe? Today, we not only have to worry about bank failures, but also about losing our freedom and privacy with the push for the digital dollar that would allow the government to tell us what we can and cannot buy with even our own money. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get The Secret War on Cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available now to my listeners free of charge. In it, you will learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America at 800-289-2646 to get this free report, or just go to SwissAmerica.com backslash Show to register now for this compelling report. I was surprised by what banks are required to do for the government. Call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. That's SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. Coming to theaters, Patterns of Evidence, Journey to Mount Sinai 2. Investigative filmmaker Timothy Mahoney uncovers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough. I've got a special report just for you from my friends at Swiss America, and it's free. Go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to get it now.
You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Straight ahead, it's a Wellness Wednesday. You don't want to miss this. We're going to talk uh, cancer in 2024 and why there's a lot better outcomes than there were in 1987. And we'll get into uh, some of the positive treatments that people are helping uh, extend their lives with. It's all straight ahead on Wellness Wednesday. Stay here. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big guy is coming out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. He is playing the role. Uh, helping you think through the biggest issues of your life and uh, trying to do so in a winsome way. Um, A very interesting thing happened to me this week. Carol Markowitz of the New York Post has a new podcast that she's been doing probably, I want to say, just a little little less than a year. But she's had big, big people on that podcast. Um, And she asked me to come be on it, which is kind of ironic because, again, she's mostly just had really big, big, big people on there. And I just don't think of myself as being really big, big, big. Um, But we we had a great conversation and we we were discussing in in the process of this the way that people are consuming their information these days and the way that that people are choosing to say, "I, I want to be the personal filter for the, the, the sources that I, that I go with and the things that I am um, learning about and, and the things that I want to know. And I asked her, you know, do, do you think that the way this consumption is, is transforming, that it's going to make a difference in terms of how we live our lives uh, in the society, in the culture, et cetera. And she, she's optimistic that, that we are, we are kind of on the edge of a new day and, and stuff that will um, hopefully uh, improve. So uh, anyway, I, if you want to catch the conversation and she asked me about some stuff that was just, nobody's ever asked me about uh, stuff about my personal life, stuff about um, how my start in uh, broadcasting and in political predictions and other things got going. Some of you may not know this, but uh, Stradamus is a personality that Eric Metaxas's producer, Chris Himes, dubbed me a few election cycles back because a lot of the things that I predict come true. Um, and we – so there's just a lot that we go into. It's a 45-minute deep dive, and it's going to air – I don't, it, it may be this, this next week. If not, it's the week following, but I think she puts out her podcast on Monday. Um, anyway, I'll try to find out and make sure that you have uh, access to it, but it was a really interesting conversation and we, we got into things that I have never talked about on any media platform, not on Fox news, not on talk radio, nowhere. Uh, so I would really, I would love it if you take a listen and then give me your feedback on some of the stuff as we, uh, as we went through it all. 
Um, and then, so that's, that's one thing I wanted to tell you about. The, the other thing I want to tell you about is you may have heard that, uh, Laura Trump, the first daughter-in-law of the former president, uh, has joined the Salem Media Group team. Uh, she has a podcast that is a uh, TV and audio podcast, uh, and she is now part of the Salem Podcast Network. And as um, I, I was kind of honored to to be a go-between to kind of introduce her to the Salem Media Group and bring her to the table, um, and uh, as as kind of a thank you back to me. Um, Laura has agreed to come on my uh, television show this weekend on the Salem News Channel, so you can check that out. Uh, it's on a lot of radio stations across the country, but if we don't get if you don't get uh, that Kevin show by way of radio uh, in your local market, especially on a Salem station, um, please download the Salem News Channel app uh, because we are going to have a really really frank conversation with her, not as the first daughter-in-law, not as a Trump, but as a mom who has young children coming into the world that that we are leaving for them and what her concerns are and why she uh, you know did everything from consider a run for senate to at this point in time um helping her husband uh resupport uh her father-in-law for his presidential run uh, but it's a very interesting and again quite in-depth conversation and I think that you'll like that that's this coming Saturday night 9 p.m. you can get the Salem News Channel app, just going to the Apple or Android app store of your choice. But the Salem News Channel is also now on certain platforms. So if you have a Samsung TV, uh, it's already built into the uh, operational apps on the TV. If you uh, are a Zumo, Sling TV, or Local Now TV uh, subscriber, we are in the channel guide on those platforms uh, and there's more platforms coming, and we are always um, working. We, we're, it's called a fast-track channel because we went from basically no viewership to being in 100 million homes in about a year. So it's kind of kind of exciting. And uh, Saturday and Sunday night, 9 p.m., you can catch that Kevin show uh, at that time. All right. Uh, very interesting days that we live in. And normally, um, uh, oftentimes on Thursday, I speak with Imran Ansari to get kind of a legal perspective of what's going on in the world. Um, you may know that with the reemergence of the um, Epstein evidence and issues uh, that he is very, very busy uh, because his law firm has representation both for Ghislaine Maxwell and Alan Dershowitz, who are on different sides of that same case. Anyway, uh Tonight, he is tending to uh, Mr. Dershowitz and some of the legal needs there, so he's not going to be able to join us. But in his place, I have former prosecutor from the Southern District here in New York City, Annie McCarthy, a senior fellow at the National Review. Uh, and it, just pound for pound, one of the nicest guys in media, but also one of the smartest uh, former prosecutors I've ever spoken to. And when he talks on TV or on radio – you sometimes hear him on the Joe Piscopo show. You hear him on my shows frequently. I listen to everything this man says because uh, his knowledge of the law is just kind of unparalleled, uh, especially as a former prosecutor and especially as someone that has, um, you know, studied these issues for as long as he has. He's he's really uh, well respected by his peers uh, all the way around. So he's going to be with us uh, and looking forward to we're, what we're going to do is we're going to break down. Now that the campaign is underway, what happens to the Trump trials? Where do they go from here? I want to ask him about the criminal and the civil stuff and how it how it's expected to play out, given that 
Um, now you can literally make the argument that these trials are going to they're going to interfere with the elections. There, there's still a trial date for March 4th for the federal trial um, that that is coming out of Washington. And they want that trial to start on March the 4th. That's the day before Super Tuesday. You can't make the argument. You, you can make the argument that they have the right to bring the trial. You can't make the argument that it doesn't interfere with an election because it completely does. But that may not matter. And we'll ask uh, Andy McCarthy about that uh, coming up in just a little bit as well. Um, and that brings me to just a, a little bit of a news update before we go to our first break. Um, the next primary, obviously, is next Tuesday. And as we go through this election cycle, um, I want to keep you informed and uh, kind of firing on all cylinders so that you're as best informed as possible. And if you happen to be in New Hampshire listening to us, um, you just need to know <laughs> that the national media is making a mockery of your elections uh, process. Um, the, the, the poll that is showing that uh, Haley and Trump are dead tied, uh, I don't know where that came from, but I've looked at all the national polling groups and Trump is anywhere from 12 to 16 points ahead, and that's before you figure in the Ramashwamy voters coming over and that sort of stuff. My only point is this. It doesn't matter when the election comes to your area. Do your part. Just vote. Vote for the people that you believe in. Vote for the issues that you are concerned about. Vote for the, for the positions that you would like to see taken. For the candidates that come closest to those. That's, that's what America should be. Experience the movie based on the miraculous story of George Foreman. George Foreman ain't no new champ. He is the new chump. Foreman is down! I'm not going to box anymore. I'm going to follow God. It's the greatest comeback story of all time. There's only two things I know how to do. Box and preach. And preaching won't pay the bills. Foreman's 45 years old. The risk isn't losing. It's surviving. How can you beat that man? I'm going to do this my way. Big George Foreman. Exclusively in movie theaters. April 28th. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief and then they raped me. 
My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do. You may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out. Uh, to get them to safety and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime, 888-342-1010. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Lately, it feels like we are living in a financial war zone in a fight for our liberties and for our money. Cash has always represented freedom and privacy, but those values are now under threat from a hackable and trackable digital currency and from our own government. Frankly, I was shocked by some of the things banks are required to now do for the government. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the secret war on cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available right now to you free of charge. In it, you'll learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America now at 800-281-2646 and say, I'd like the secret war on cash. Or go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to register now for this compelling report. That's 800-281-2646, 800-289-2646, or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us and very glad. We have a prosecutor of the highest reputation, uh, former prosecutor Andy McCarthy, who worked in the Southern District Office, also is now a, a senior uh, uh contributor and fellow at the National Review, and Andy, a good friend of the show. Andy, I always appreciate you being here. Kevin, my pleasure. Happy New Year. Yeah, and, and you as well. And speaking of the new year, um, I don't think any of us would have going into 2023 really predicted that where we are going to spend a lot of 2024 would have happened. We haven't typically had a presidential campaign happening under the um, shadow of multiple uh, court cases that are that are ongoing from basically uh, one side of the political aisle to the other. I'm curious before we comment on any of the cases specifically, how how are you approaching this year as someone who is a fan of the American legal system and wants to see it protected and and um, you know uh, full of integrity and have all of its uh, honor and do do. But what is what is becoming of our justice system these days, Andy? Kevin, I'm I'm first worried about what's becoming of me because I left the Justice Department about 20 years ago, and I never expected to spend this much time um, doing um, 
what what seems like litigation work instead of uh instead of journalism so it's a it's a very different experience than anything the country's ever been through before and it's really i think a dangerous time in the sense that i i think in their haste to use the criminal justice system as a uh, as a weapon against trump and, you know, I don't want to you, you can over use that metaphor, because as we all know, you know, some of these cases look like they have more meat to them than others do. Right. Some of them just look like they're flat out frivolous. Some involve some pretty uh, serious allegations. But across the board, what I'd say is that um, regardless of what you think of the merits of any particular case, the people who are trying to get Trump are not sufficiently mindful of how important it is that the public doesn't believe that the legal system has just become a political weapon to be used by one party against the other. Because if we don't, the rule of law depends on people accepting the legitimacy of the court system as undergirding our, our rule of law and providing for us a society where everybody's treated equally under the law, that's really basic to whether you can have a, a democratic and flourishing economic society. It's so important to those things. And I just think sometimes in their haste to go after Trump, um, some of the people who were doing it don't understand the fire they're playing with. Or, or, well, see, you're a very optimistic kind of guy, Andy, and I appreciate that about you. Is it that they don't understand the fire or is it that they don't care if they burn the system down as long as they yeah, get that, their way? That's a better way of putting it. I, I, I think they're in what I mean to say, Kevin, is that in their haste to do this, you know, basically what they have decided uh, and I think. This is all, you know, when you're in your own fishbowl, uh, as people can be from time to time, where it's just, you know, you and your buds and they're, and you're all kind of mutually reinforcing everybody's uh, biases and prejudices. Um, they have decided that Trump is a unique evil in the world and therefore anything and everything that they can do to derail him. Uh, is justified and nothing is off the table. And I just think that's a terribly reckless way of regarding the justice system. Um, you know, they may think that their political cause is more important than anything. Uh, but I think to the country at large, the most important thing is that the justice system re retains the, the, assumption of objectivity that's core to its legitimacy and that's the thing that they're undermining and if we lose that we lose a lot more than you know there's a lot more at stake here than donald trump in 2024 yeah. well it, and i think to be honest i think that's what you're seeing by way of the people's response to all of this because uh and there was a very interesting op-ed in the uh, wall street journal today about how if this was Biden's plan to, on some level, stop Donald Trump, he's throwing gas on the fire that he doesn't want lit. Um, 
And I, I don't think it has a lot to do even with Trump. I think it has to do with everyday middle-class folks watching what's happening and going, well, if they can do that to somebody who's one of the most resourced people in our country, they, they, they could do that to me. And I don't have the resources that Donald Trump does to fight back. Yeah, I think that's right. And Trump has been very effective at using that as a uh, as not only campaign rhetoric. I think he, you know, he he believes it. Uh, I think a good case in point here, Kevin, is this um, ongoing uh, civil fraud case that's been brought by the elected Democratic Attorney General of New York, right? Um, where. They've gone after Trump. They originally they said they wanted 250 million, uh, in addition to putting him out of business in New York. After a 11 week trial in which they have not proved a single victim and where Trump put some of his uh, counterparties on the stand in the defense case and they all said they made money with Trump and they didn't feel defrauded and, you know, they, a lot of them would said they would work with them again. So, after 11 weeks and no victims, she says now that she now thinks it's $370 million, not uh, not just $250 million. And I, the thing I think that comes through in that case is precisely the point you're making, which is New York is willing to, to put the sign out to the world that if you're an opponent of the progressive clerisy in the state, they will come after you. They will put you out of business. They will try to take every cent you ever made. It doesn't matter if they can prove that you actually defrauded anyone. Right. Uh, if you're their target, they're going to try to crush you and put you out of business. Who wants to do business in New York under those circumstances? Well, as if the state didn't have a lot of other things not going for it, like tat, like tax rates and property prices and a whole bunch of other things. Now you add this kind of other hidden fear that's out there that, that could hang out there. You're turning away a lot of development. You're turning away not a lot of mom and pop business. You're turning away the big, big guys that could come in and do big, big projects. Um, and I think that I think that that is um, that's going to be something that is going to be taken note of. Although I, I, when we come back from this first break, what I want to ask you about is obviously this doesn't just linger down in the lower levels of the system. This is going to go somewhere and what are the next steps? And maybe we break down a couple of the different cases, but where do they go and what are the likely outcomes of where they head? He's Andy McCarthy. Read him in the National Review. Kevin McCullough, very glad to have you with us. Stay here. You're listening to Kevin McCullough. I've got a special report just for you from my friends at Swiss America, and it's free. Go to SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show to get it now. covers evidence of the true location of Mount Sinai, interviewing modern-day Exodus explorers and scholars. Once I realized what this site was, I dropped to my knees. All of the evidence, it's sitting out there for everyone to see. Inspiring and faith-affirming. Journey to Mount Sinai 2 in theaters only May 15th and 17th. Get tickets today at PatternsofEvidence.com. 
Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. Hi, it's Kevin McCullough. If you're like me, you work hard for your money, so you want to make sure your money is safe when you put it in your bank account. But is it really safe? Today, we not only have to worry about bank failures, but also about losing our freedom and privacy with the push for the digital dollar that would allow the government to tell us what we can and cannot buy with even our own money. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the Secret War on Cash it's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available now to my listeners free of charge. In it, you will learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America at 800-289-2646 to get this free report, or just go to SwissAmerica.com backslash Show to register now for this compelling report. I was surprised by what banks are required to do for the government, 
Call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. That's SwissAmerica.com backslash That Kevin Show. confusion amplifying truth and pursuing clarity it's kevin and we're back kevin mccullough glad to have you with us uh, on the legal edition of this thursday um andy mccarthy is my guest andy whether it's the um the civil litigation in new york whether it's the federal case that uh jack smith is trying to bring against the president in dc and that has its own kind of beleaguering problems that may be ended by the supreme court shortly who knows um, and then the Fannie Willis case in Georgia is plagued with lots of issues. But um, it looks like the civil case in New York will probably be the first one wrapped and kind of dealt with at its level. What happens next uh, for the president in these different venues? Well, I think, Kevin, that um, the most important things um, that will control how this all goes through the months of the 2024 campaign are the Supreme Court case that you alluded to, where Trump is not a party, but what the Supreme Court is obviously disturbed about is the way that the Justice Department used a, I think, a vague obstruction statute in federal law, uh, the way they used it in connection with the Capitol riot case. And depending on what they say about the obstruction statute in that case, that could blow up Jack Smith's uh, election interference prosecution in Washington, where the two main counts in the case are these obstruction counts, which are, you know, potentially 40 years of, uh, of, of criminal exposure or potential imprisonment. If the Supreme court, I, to my, to myself, looking at this, I think that the justice department's application of that statute against violent rioters is a lot more defensible. I'm not saying the court is going to is going to buy it, by the way, but it's a lot more defensible than its use against Trump, because Trump is not implicated in a violent crime. What he's essentially alleged to have done is adopted a cockamamie legal theory that the vice president could invalidate votes. And as I think you and I have talked about before, if a frivolous legal theory is now a felony. I could have indicted five of those a day when I was a prosecutor. You know, so this will be like a like a first. Um, so that, that so that's very important. And that and then I think the other thing that's that's critical, uh, which I, I think Trump is going to lose this one, is the uh, immunity claim. Where we're waiting now for a decision by the uh, D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals in the case that was uh, was argued about a week ago. That was the case that the uh, Supreme Court said they they weren't necessarily declining it, but they wanted the circuit court to look at it before it came to them. Yeah, that's exactly right. And I think depending on what the circuit does, the Supreme Court may decide to stay out of it completely. Uh, if they rule against Trump, what he'll do next is seek rehearing from the full court. I don't think he'll get that. And then he'll have to ask the Supreme Court whether they'll take the case. So we'll just have to see where that goes. But obviously, if they found that he had immunity from prosecution for uh, official acts, which means acts within the ambit of his executive authority, that would pretty much blow up the election interference cases, not just in Washington, but in uh, Fulton County as well. And as you point out, the Fulton County case right now is mired 
in scandal. Yeah, it's got its, just, own, it's got its own three-headed monster that it's going to have to deal with. But I want to stay on D.C. for a second. Yep. This was Jack Smith's desire to bring the immunity question to the Supreme Court. And you've already noted that if he loses on that, it takes just about all the cases that are out there outstanding on these criminal charges um, down. Um, is there a chance that he overplayed his hand on this? Um, I don't think on the immunity. I do think he overplayed his hand on the uh, obstruction and on the other charges in that case, which I think are very rickety. On the immunity, I think the reason he wanted to go to the Supreme Court, I, to me, it was a mistake for him to ask to go to the Supreme Court, not because I think his immunity claim I think he's got a fairly strong argument on the immunity claim, but I think by going to the Supreme Court, the one thing Trump should have wanted was to get that whole indictment in front of the Supreme Court and have them start looking at these charges. You know, this very creative use of fraud, of obstruction, of right. civil rights. I think that would have should have been the last thing Smith wanted. He thought he could just go up to the Supreme Court and say, just look at the immunity. Don't look at the charges in the indictment. But, you know. They're the Supreme Court. Once you're up there, they can look at whatever the hell they want to look at, right? So I wouldn't have I wouldn't have done that if I were he, especially because I think he had a much better shot to win that in the DC circuit. I'm pretty sure that uh, they're gonna rule against Trump. And the the thing about the Supreme Court is in the post-Scalia era, the Supreme Court is much more into what does the text say. Right. They're textual and what is the original one. And when the Supreme Court in 1982 said that presidents had immunity from civil lawsuit for their official acts, they really didn't rely on any text of the Constitution. They kind of that was kind of the freewheeling days when the court, if they decided that they had a policy they liked, they just kind of imposed it. He's Andy McCarthy. I'm Kevin McCullough. Very interesting conversation. Stay here. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. Uh, we have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, and she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work. But because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog, if you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk, so the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she told her story later. Uh, as she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, 
and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. Hi, Kevin McCullough. Lately, it feels like we are living in a financial war zone in a fight for our liberties and for our money. Cash has always represented freedom and privacy, but those values are now under threat from a hackable and trackable digital currency and from our own government. Frankly, I was shocked by some of the things banks are required to now do for the government. That's why I'm encouraging my listeners to get the secret war on cash. It's an insightful report created by my friends at Swiss America, and it's available right now to you free of charge. In it, you'll learn how to protect yourself from these threats to our freedom and to your hard-earned money. Call Swiss America now at 800-281-2646 and say, I'd like the secret war on cash. Or go to SwissAmerica.com backslash Show to register now for this compelling report. That's 800-281-2646, 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com backslash Show. happening in new york or across the globe learn why it matters first on kevin mccullough radio all right final few minutes with andy mccarthy and andy really genuinely grateful for your time you're a very busy man so to take out this much time to help us understand this better is very very helpful thank you so much we were just speaking about the washington dc case and jack smith surprised me uh and some attorneys that i've spoken with when um he took the opportunity to kind of short circuit the process and go before the Supreme Court and ask them to rule on whether or not the president has a claim to immunity in the cases that he is currently standing trial in. And obviously there's a benefit if Jack Smith wins this argument because then the trials have to proceed, although I think they kind of go back you know, to where they were paused uh, while this is going on. So he's lost some time on this. I don't know how that impacts his desire for the election calendar and everything else. But since that time, the primary campaign has started. We are between New Hampshire and Iowa now. It's going to be Nevada and South Carolina in a couple of weeks and then Super Tuesday. And supposedly all of this legal action 
uh, is going to tie up the former president. He may not be able to be on the trail as much as he would like to to campaign, et cetera, et cetera. There's a lot of ways of kind of cutting this, um, you know, apple in pieces, so to speak. But Jack Smith's betting that this action at the Supreme Court is going to be what preserves his ability to try these cases and to take them to their fullest conclusion. You said just before the break that, um, you know, that in the in the relevancy of the new court, <clears throat> the post Scalia court, that the originalists and the textualists on the court um, may work in his favor. Um, but he didn't have to go down this path, Andy McCarthy. He 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 chose to do this on his own. So is there a chance that the court comes back and says, well, the president does have immunity in these elements related to the cases or or on this subject matter, but not in this case. How do they how do they uh, in Solomon's wisdom kind of cut that baby up? Well, you know, Kevin, the the point that you're making about sort of parsing this out is exactly something that came up in the oral argument of the case before the the D.C. Circuit. Wow. Kind of offered as a middle ground even a by lawyer. Trump's. <laughs> yeah, can you imagine that? How about that? So you, maybe you should start playing one on television. It'd be much better okay. than a lot of the ones that I uh, that I litigated with. But um, so what Trump's lawyer proposed to the court was this idea. What this goes to is what's an official act of the president, which could be a very dicey thing to 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 try to uh, parse out. Like everybody agrees that if it's private misconduct, the president could be sued or prosecuted. So, for example, they could have prosecuted Clinton, say, for suborning perjury in the in the Monica Lewinsky stuff back when. Right. But they didn't prosecute Clinton for bribery in connection with pardons because the pardon power is undoubtedly an official uh, act of the presidency. Right. So. The the question is, what's an official act? And as the D.C. Circuit has said in another case called Blasting Game recently, it's not always easy to tell. So, for example, if the president goes and gives a campaign speech, that's usually considered political and not part of the president's official act. But what happens if in the middle of the campaign speech he says, and by the way, I'm going to fire the secretary of state? Well, then it's an official act, right? So you have to look at it carefully to decide which is which. And one of the things that Trump's lawyers proposed is that as a middle ground, they could hypothetically, the court could hypothetically assume that Trump has immunity. First thing we have to determine is what acts are official acts? What is the government alleging here? What acts are official acts and what acts are not? Which would argue for not necessarily deciding the case, but remanding it to Judge Chutkin, who was the presiding judge in Washington, to have hearings and make rulings on what parts of Smith's indictment involve official acts of the presidency and what are private. And if they go in that direction, it's going to delay this thing, I'd say, for over a year. Well, and that's just one possible outcome. And, of course, it's thought that Mr. Smith and Ms. Willis and Mr. And Mr. Bragg and uh, – Ms. James are all wanting to see these things hurry along. So, uh, Andy, looking into your um, you know legal crystal ball here, it seems like these cases are nowhere near where that would be possible. 
by the time certainly the primary is over, but much less the uh, the general election in November. I mean, you're talking about delays that could run, in your words, you know, more than a year. Um, if Trump wins the election, it's a whole different Justice Department. All of these, many of these charges could just be dropped. Yeah, well, I think that's true, Kevin, of the of the criminal cases. Let me just put those for aside for a second, because you asked me what's, you know, what's next? What are right. we going to experience right. next? So right now, pending the the Tish James civil case, the uh, the business fraud case that was that went to trial for 11 weeks and now it's fully submitted. The summations have happened. And the only thing we're worried we're we're waiting on is for Arthur Engeron, the uh, progressive Democrat who was an elected judge on the New York bench to decide the case. So that could happen any day. And the other thing is Trump is currently in a second trial with E. Jean Carroll right. in federal court in New York. That's going to be really quick because the judge there said that he can't claim innocence on in, in terms of the uh, alleged sexual assault and the defamation. This case is solely about damages. And for that reason, they expected it to be quick. They thought it would be done by this week, but they're going to let Trump testify Monday. Uh, if he wants to testify Monday, I think those cases will be wrapped up pretty quick. The criminal cases, it's very questionable whether any of them can really get to trial. Um, the only one I think that you could slide in, especially if there's delay in the Washington case, would be Bragg's case on the, bus- the alleged uh, business records thing arising out of the, fa- the uh, Stormy Daniels uh, hush money thing. that he threw away but, because there was no evidence and then mysteriously brought back at some point. Yeah, that's right. But, I, you know, the, the judge originally set a March 25th trial date on that, but then Bragg said we're going to defer to the feds. I don't think, you know, it'd be kind of tough at the last minute to say, okay, okay, we're going to try this now on March 25th when everybody assumed it wasn't going to happen anytime soon. Yeah. So I'm not holding my breath on that. Well, it's going to be interesting to see where each of these cases go, and there's a lot of moving um, parts to them. And Andy McCarthy, you've helped us understand them a little bit better tonight, and for that we are very grateful. Um, Watch him on Fox News. uh, Read him at National Review. Uh, He knows what he's talking about. Andy McCarthy, thank you for your time. Kevin, it was my pleasure. Take care. Kevin McCullough, coming right back. Don't go away. I've been in show business my entire life. I know when someone's an actor or an actress. And I'd hear Balance of Nature being advertised, and I just thought, these are real people out there. And they seem to just be really telling the truth about this product that they love. So I started using Balance of Nature, and immediately I started seeing results. And I went, oh my gosh, this works. I literally called up the founder, and I said, I've never done this before in my life. I want to tell people about Balance of Nature. I want it to do for them what it's done for me. Join Kathy Lee Gifford and thousands of people worldwide on a journey to better health. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KLG. 
color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. What was the old uh, kids' cartoon, How Bill Becomes Law? You remember that from um, Saturday mornings? Um, I've never forgotten. That was my first entry into legislative uh, formation, how, how bills become laws. Um, schoolhouse rock and it, I, I've taught it to my kids but a bill becomes a law because a bill is passed uh, through legislatures and then signed into law by the executive um, and in Washington right now there is a big debate over immigration and what should be done to stem the, the flood of what appears to be about 9 million people that have come to the country that did not have the right to be here that do not currently have the right to be here, but that are here and Republicans are putting forward bills. Mike Johnson, the speaker is getting in trouble a little bit because he's not completely towing the line as, as hard as some of the Republicans would like, et cetera, et cetera. But today, no, yesterday, uh, Congressman Maxwell Frost got absolutely ridiculed on social media because he told Republicans that they should pass a bill to remove the Statue of Liberty along with their bigoted immigration law. The House Oversight and Accountability Committee had a hearing on H.R. 2. It's the Comprehensive Border Security and Immigration Bill. The bill would restrict the asylum process for people crossing the border and require, and require resume construction on the border wall. That's all it would do. It would say uh, we need to 
limit the asylum process. Remain in Mexico actually would have been the perfect solution to that. Just keep them there. Let them work through the process. Those that have legit asylum claims can then come in. And then rebuild, uh, restart the construction on the wall. But the freshman congressman was one of many Democrats who attacked the bill, though he also produced uh, a mock bill to remove the Statue of Liberty for Republicans to also pass. He said, my colleagues from the other side of the aisle, let's be honest, with immigrants who deserve better than what you're offering them, don't welcome immigrants if you plan to reject them. If you keep pushing your bigoted HR2 bill, then also pass this bill. I've taken the liberty of drafting it for you. It removes the Statue of Liberty, our largest symbol that tells people to come here. Does anybody buy that? I mean, if, if you're having a serious conversation, not if you're, you know, sporting a temper tantrum for C-SPAN. But if you're a logical, common sense person, you don't have to be a Democrat or a Republican or anything else. Do you think that by saying we want to have control over how many people come and how quickly we let them in, do you think that's the same thing as saying not to come? Do you think that we need to remove the Statue of Liberty and say that we are no longer a welcoming country? Before this year of illegal immigration explosion, these last three years, nine million people, did you know that we legally welcome about a million to two million legal immigrants that come in legally through the legal process each year? There are those in our country that don't want that process to continue. That's, I would say, uh, becoming an unwelcoming country if you say we're not going to allow legal immigrants to come. But to say that about people who are just concerned about the fact that we've got 9 million people here that we don't know who they are or where they're from or what their intent is, I don't think that's prejudice. And I think that, that Congressman Maxwell Frost knows that. I'm Kevin McCullough. Thank you so much for being here. We'll see you next time.